What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Sincere, back in your ear for another week. I know y'all might have missed us or whatever, but it's cool or whatever, because we back. Halloween is past. We're moving into Thanksgiving. I got my boy, Dre, two times. Make sure you say it two times. You know, right here by my side. And uh, we had a very eventful week, a very eventful weekend. We got a special guest in here with us today. This is really like a one of a kind. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? I wrote I wrote some down, but I can't even read what I wrote. Because to be quite honest, there aren't really enough words to describe this being. You ever see somebody and they just like, they be floating? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, just it just, it's, it's an abundance of just grace. Yeah. That just surrounds you. Style and grace. Like, I don't, I don't fully understand it, but I am just. I'm here to. I'm here. I'm, I'm happy, happy to be, to be a part of it. it. Right. I'm happy to be a part of. It. I'm happy to be able to sit um, next to you and experience who you are and what you are. Your aura, your energy. It's literally freaking amazing. She's everybody's favorite cousin. Okay, but not y'all cousin. She out cousin. Right. <laughs> right. Let's introduce to the world in the pod, uh, Miss Candace. Well, how you sure know her? Make it down. I know her. I know her. I know her. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hey y'all, hey. How are you? How are you feeling? I am well. How was your day? My day was pretty well. You know, we've actually been together <laughs> most of the day mm-hmm. today. So that was an interesting turn of events. We were supposed to meet up to do the podcast when we ended up going to another event with each other earlier today. Great event, by the way. Um, the event was called Trim Talks. A young man named Nasha Charles out of Baltimore City he is a barber, among other things. Um, essentially, he's doing a conversation series, trying to bridge the gap between the barbershop conversation and the salon conversation, allowing men and women, you know, to speak on things that we think others won't understand and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I want to say one of my main takeaways from this, we talked a lot about being intentional and kind of, I thought it was interesting everybody's perspective of what intentional looked mm-hmm. like for them, whether it just be like my day to day, how I move, or being more, um, having more of an emotional capacity for myself and understanding what you can and can't do. Yeah. You know, not putting yourself in positions that mm-hmm. aren't going to be healthy for you, those types of things. Because sometimes when you hear intentional, I, for me, sometimes I just hear, you know, maybe I. Wake up earlier because I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wake up earlier, so I know I like to like to move a lot. I like to dilly-dally. I'm a dilly-dallier in the morning. I don't like to move fast. I don't want to have to rush. Oh, listen, I'm a dilly-dallier. I'm going to get up maybe 30 minutes while I get out the house. You got 15 minutes, 15 But that's what I'm saying. That is me, but I know that I don't like that process for myself. So I try to intentionally like set my alarm way earlier for when I really need to be up. So that way I have time to just kind of like have a quiet morning and actually for real get myself together before I leave the house versus just like, you know what I'm saying? You get up like half late, you're frantic. You're just like, ah, what am I putting on? I got a shower. I got a, it's be too fast for me. You left your keys, your ponytail. Listen, okay, chill out, y'all. Okay, I got to be to work at, well, I don't, not no more, but before I had to be to work at seven. So it wasn't but so much earlier I was getting up. I'm sorry, I ain't got everything to do. It wasn't but so much more earlier I was getting up. Okay, y'all remember all that stuff Jill said she did at work? She had to be to work at nine. Jill, I'm, I'm convinced. Okay? She woke up, took a shower, dressed. She cleaned. We had some. Get right. She worked from home. She, you know what? Had hey, to. No, because remember she got in the car. She did get in the car. <laughs> she went to go get coffee and come back. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Because all that stuff she was doing, Jill had to at least been to work. She was a nine to sixer. Mm-hmm. I cannot. She probably was just an early riser. Listen, not me. Okay. <laughs> 
all in all, though, it was one of those things that I enjoy because I enjoy hearing other people's perspectives. And I feel like a lot more conversations of that capacity need to be had with men and women in the same room because there is a lot of misunderstandings that happen between the two of us. There's so many other entities and outside things that influence us and how we move. Already as black people, we know there is an intention on dividing us. That's always been a thing, right? But we cannot perpetuate that. (laughs) Like, we can't make, you know what I'm saying? We can't perpetuate and fall victim to it all the time and then blame them. Like, yeah, they might have laid the foundation of why it started. But at this point, it's us. Mm -hmm. We have to take back the responsibility and be like, yo, we need to to talk to each other. We don't, I don't, I should, they don't need to be a white man mediating. And no, talk to your sister. Talk to your brother. Talk to the woman that you supposedly love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have those conversations. So, uh, yeah. Start off with, with that one message. Um, and be be willing to listen. There's the thing, because there's a whole lot of talking going on and Mm -hmm. nobody's really listening. If you sit back in a room while everyone's talking, you'll realize both sides are saying. Mm-hmm. Both sides are saying the same thing. Yeah, just different ways. Both sides right. are saying the same thing. Like prime example, when men say, you know, you for for men growing up, crying is a, a thing that is kind of like frowned upon. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. be a man, don't cry. This kind, this that, and the third kind of thing, and and in turn, you learn to kind of suppress how you really feel. You show up different next time because maybe you'll be accepted that way. Mm-hmm. You know, those are a bunch of things that you adapt from just that small little thing. Yeah. And and then the outcome is uh, you're being hard, you are unwilling to listen, uh, unwilling to take direction, uh, you, you, you have a hard time hearing things about yourself, you also have a hard time relaying how you feel about a matter and your own feelings and emotions. Come on, and, then, and then you have a woman on the flip side where, you know, if we're vocal or too vocal about a thing, then, you know, we're too sensitive or, you know... You uh, why would you feel like that? I don't feel this mm-hmm. way, you know, kind of thing. And and then the the product is the same. It's producing the same kind of f- folks, right. and just in different bodies, okay. <laughs> just different sexes. Like yeah. we're saying the same thing. There's a disconnect. So what now? Not a damn thing, because nobody ever got the answer to what now. Just saying. But y- listen, y'all. Okay, y'all starting off a little too deep, too, a little too early. Ah! We go. Okay, hold on. Okay, so. <laughs> this Drake and this 21 Savage album has had the people in the 21. Uproar. And you do something for, for me. me. I'm sorry. I ain't gonna hold this. That's your that your It do. Like that shit go. But the, the fact funny. this is the thing. I literally I swear at least a week and a half ago or two weeks before the album came out, I was in here and we were talking. I was like, niggas gotta stop playing with Drake. And what do the internet do? Play with Drake. I mean, Drake. They've been playing with Drake all motherfucking week. They look the the kids. Okay, back in the day, first we was cold, and now the kids is editing. The editing skills are top tier. I also just feel like I don't know if this is they're in the same no because I feel like with Nikki is a little bit is a little bit worse. But this goes back to what I said about people staying in the game too long, and then their fans start turning on them, and people start hating you because you're doing stuff that's outside of yourself one and there's just like you trying too hard to stay relevant or there's no growth and you feel that way i don't feel like that per se about drake but i mean it feels like but it just goes back to what i'm saying this is the first time that i feel like i visually was like online and not just the jokes people were genuinely like 
fuck Drake. I ain't never thought I, I was going to see the day Drake. that people were genuinely upset with him. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, don't people, there are people who are like, oh, I like rapper Drake. Or, you know, I only like this Drake. Like, who likes certain versions of him? But I never really mm. expected the whole... You do expect that from a fan versus a supporter. Supporters going to support you. Like, fans are going to... Oh. You got to be a certain way for a fan. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to be a certain way for a supporter, too. Because I used to support Nikki, but the way she be moving and talking right now, I can't support Girl, we're not going to go back down there. <laughs> like, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it gets to the point, like, you, baby, just okay, sometimes don't... you need to know when to just go <laughs> when you on top. <laughs> what we said a few weeks ago, sometimes you got to know when to shut when the to, fuck up. When to hold them, when to fold them. You got to yeah, know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. No oh, yeah, okay. For y'all didn't know. Our cousin's saying. Girl, because no, because she bust. Let me tell this bitch introduce I I herself and Trim Talks, bitch. The first words out of her mouth was song. Okay? We in full conversation. I can't remember what the fuck you started thinking. What did you start saying, cousin? Like, um, Uh-oh. But I was saying something about I am, I am who I'm something for me. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, we going to fuck. But we, that we was definitely... Okay, that's, not, that's very much. That's way very to, much. Um, so, way to own the oh, topic. I've decided. Yes, that I am the me for me. Okay, that's what Listen. she bust out with song. <laughs> so okay. I love this. Me for energy. me, love that. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, so okay, that. Um, and then Westmore, we're on to black people doing some good things. Westmore, he is a member of Alpha Phi Alpha, and he is also the Maryland's first black governor. He's only the third black person in American history. In American history, this isn't a shock, but uh, to to have the honor to be elected into executive of state. Okay, well, shout out to that black man. All right, yeah, shout out to Westmore. Shout out to him. Uh huh. Right. Thank you. Let's see what you do, sir. Okay, yeah, that nigga. We gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we gonna have. We gonna. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> what you um, gonna do? And then ch- <laughs> so. I I personally feel like this is very noble, not noble, but I just think in this day and age to like have someone stay at a job for damn listen Over at least year. five years at this point, okay? Not this man in Atlanta. He's been a bus driver for fifty years, guys. He started hmm. being a dr- bus driver in nineteen seventy-two. Ooh. Baby, listen, I look. I'm not even gonna hold you, and I do not care. My last two jobs. The the job I just left, I only was there for a year. The other one before that was two years, baby. If I I move, I'm going where the money reside. I don't know about fifty years. Fifty years, and most honestly, most places actually allow you to um to retire maybe like twenty or thirty. And I'm like, damn, you could have retired from there by now. You just there. Yeah, I love that for you, sir. Right? No, I feel like some people job. get places and just like this is where I'm at. Like I know it. Why would I leave it? This is it. And I'm glad it ain't me. I I love that for <laughs> nah, y'all. But me, I'm the per- type of person where like once I get the skill, I'm right. What's next? I mean, but that's a lot of our generation though. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the privilege that we have that they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. The generational, like that's what I'm saying. The difference in what we cared about, not cared about, because we also care about security and safety and all those things. But we mm-hmm. look at it differently. Yeah. Like she had more opportunity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We that's what I'm saying. We have been privileged to have more opportunity to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. They yeah. couldn't there was no other way to look at it because there weren't really 
any other fucking options. Yes, like, I need to find somewhere that is going to give me some stability and security. Okay, and I need a 401k. I, I need dental. Yeah. I need, you know what I'm saying? All those things to be taken care of. That's the same. And they'll be with, like, okay, I need the money. I need the unlimited PTO. I need the work from home. It's like, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's us. We like, <laughs> and, and we also have a lot more confidence going into rooms yeah. saying those things. Oh, yeah. The dynamics are different. We feel more comfortable going into a room. We could have been at the job three to six months. But we know we're confident in ourselves and what we bring to the table. We can go to that boss and be like, hey, yeah, this is what I do. This is what I bring to the table. I feel as though I may deserve X, Y, Z because this is what I bring to your company. So what mm-hmm. can we do? How do we make this work? I need a pay grade. Love Meanwhile, that. your uncle that's like you've been at the job for 30 years, he's still making the same pay. A nigga that came in two years ago, he's making more to you. And now you looking at him weird. Yep. And now it's like this weird dynamic. You know, you looking at like, wow, that's crazy. He making more than me. And you mm-hmm. blaming management, baby. But then they, they ain't going to give you, um, they ain't gonna give you what you don't ask for. Most exactly. of these jobs don't give a fuck about you. Okay, <laughs> They will replace you tomorrow. Sorry, not, not sorry. sorry. And if you don't demand it, you may not get it. And that's and I know it's a sad pill to swallow, but that that be getting me like working in certain jobs, and you know it'd be yeah. like different age groups working there. And it's like, baby, we all making the same pay. And well, I, I'm coming years? in and I'm making more than you, and yeah. I, I don't feel like I don't feel bad because it's not my that's, fault. That's but not my fault. you, you looking now, you you know what I'm saying you being weird towards me because you resenting the fact that I guess I have an opportunity that you maybe didn't think. That you could have, or maybe you, but then also, are just mad at yourself because you didn't speak up, and now a lot of times it's not even just about speaking up. One thing, especially the job that I just left, so I was really in like involved in like hiring and things of that nature, and it's honestly not even just about the opportunity you could speak up for. Like even I had to speak up for myself. Like I was doing some work, some shit went down, it stopped. Then I was like, "Well, what's going on with the pay? Y'all not paying me? Oh no, I'm not doing yeah. it." But, like, one of the guys, he was there for, like, essentially exactly what you were saying. Like, they were in negotiation. So, I worked in a hospital. It was union versus non-union. So, of course, you know, union people started talking and shit. Because mm-hmm. they already, like, negotiate in terms of contracts and money. Man, been here 25 years. Come to find out somebody else that do half than what he do. Making more than him. But it's also not... but. It was such a struggle just to get him that money. Yeah. Such a fucking struggle. And it's like, how is it a struggle to get the person that's been working here for 20 plus years more money? Because you've been doing it for free. But you just hired somebody like two weeks ago making more money than him. How is it that hard? Because you've been doing it for less. So why would I come to you and offer you more money when you've been doing it for the the penny on the dollar? But that's the thing. I'm going to keep letting you do that. to your attention and I'm like, all right, well, hey, the the proof is there. They, They were like, well. Because they feel like everybody is replaceable. That's fucked up. Because if you hired him for that, why the f- you literally hired him into the company. Yeah, he don't know half this. He don't know nothing. If that man, honestly, he, if I really think about it, if that man wanted to, that man could literally fuck some shit up. He could go into the computer, y'all, <laughs> hit a few fucking keys, <laughs> and all everybody shit is just fucked. He was a supply tech, baby. Ain't nobody getting supplies. Ain't nothing no surgeries. Catheters dirty. <laughs> I'm for real. And it's just like, yo, yeah. I remember I told you, listen, they, I thought they were going to fire me one time. Oh, I was going to delete everybody payroll. <laughs> yo, not what Stop I did, not my work. Y'all better get that Excel oh, sheet, right? <laughs> Fuck that Excel sheet. I hate Excel. <laughs> I'm on to other things. Um, 
What else? What else? Uh, <laughs> some random shit. Apparently, Dollar General in Ohio is being sued for false advertisement. They were um, hiking up their prices at least like 88%. So, yeah, now they're getting hired. And no, I'm not hired. Now they're getting <laughs> sued. And like that, the closed down operation is so they pay people money back. But the fucked up shit is like, who do you pay back? Like, who how, do you, back? how do you pinpoint who the fuck to pay back? I'm about to go to Ohio. Right, That's only about to show like, up with your receipt. Like, right. Like, how do look, I decide who Because this shit should have been a dollar. I don't know, but how it's still. How much were they paying for this stuff? <laughs> it, listen. What, the dog on my. But to be honest, I feel like Dollar General. But if you ever really go to like two stores and want the same store in one day, you'll really see how much like shit is different. It could be the same store, same everything. We be like, what the fuck? Like I went to two WalMarts on one day. I went to uh to a grocery store. I went to Weiss on a Security Boulevard. I went there. I was like, why the fuck? I feel like I'm being taxed. I'm like doing mental math in my head. I'm like, all this shit in here is taxed. And I picked up something, and I just knew for a fact that shit was cheap at Walmart. I said, uh, uh-uh. I left the whole fucking cart there. Because the money that I was going to spend in that one store and I didn't have at least half of the things that I needed. I mean, you know, prices be different in different areas. Yeah. Inflation give you worse cramps than menstruation. I'm sick of it. <sighs> Listen, okay. That motherfucking wallet started. All right, last thing. My last thing. Okay, so does everybody know who Lena Horn is? Yes. Okay. Yes. For the kids in the back who don't know, um, she's a dancer, singer, and actress. She was also in the Cotton Club. Um, back in the day, if y'all, if y'all know what Cotton Club, Club is, is, go then Google you it. You need to Google it. Um, <laughs> we, don't got much, we don't got that much time. <laughs> and she was also apparently I found this out today. She was the um, she was in the Wiz as Glenda the Good. Um, and she also made appearances in different shows, like back in the day show. She was in Sanford and Son. She mm-hmm. made one on um. The Cosby Show mm-hmm. and in a different world, mm-hmm. but she had now has a th- a theater in her name. Yes, and she's officially the first black woman to have a Broadway theater in her name. Look at black people well, don't being excellent. Okay, speaking of another black person being excellent, apparently her is um starring in Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. with uh gro- gro- mm, Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh Groban. <laughs> Josh Groban. Say it again three times. Listen, I ain't got it. Okay, then he might pop up like Beetlejuice. Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't need no one, no colonizer popping mm-hmm. up here. <laughs> not in my, not in my, <laughs> in my black home. Okay, not in my buzzer. <laughs> okay, not not bring that white man to my Mm-mm. buzzer. I ain't bringing no white man to my buzzer. Mm-mm. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but you know, black excellence and things. You ready to talk about it? <laughs> I was impatiently, patiently wait, baby. So, guys, we saw Black Panther last night. and uh, Okay, first off, it wore me. Wait, 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 loose. wait. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Okay, if you ain't go watch Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, right? Stop right here. If you are listening and you have not seen the movie, stop right stop here. Right, hold on. Save right, we'll, it for later. We'll wait. Save it for later. Come back at a later date and another time. Okay? Anyways. And going. Baby, the movie. The movie was so amazing. I went through so many different emotions. Like, mm-hmm. I was telling Candace earlier, like, I could not stop moving in my seat. Like, I was just like... Yeah. <sighs> like, it's so much going on. I'm taking it all in. I'm just like... Wow. From... Just from the moment the scene... It's literally, just, the moment it came it on. Opens. So powerful. Like, you know, with just them starting with the tribute to, to Chadwick. And... Honestly, the entire film is an ode to him. Yeah. And I love that. 
it's done so beautifully. Yeah. Like a moment of silence without saying moment of silence. But there were multiple okay. moments of silence. Yes. And I I was just like mm. I it was just uh, right off the room. I was like, Yeah. And people everybody in the theater respected it. Like maybe it you could hear quiet. a pin drop. Like we were all in there in collective silence. And like for me, I don't know, that's one thing I always loved about going to the movies is that just like collective space of us all sharing this thing, even though we're probably all getting some different things from it because yeah. perspectives. But I just enjoyed that collective moment of us ingesting this all at the same time. Like we, you all get it. Like at the end of the movie, when all the, when all the normies, <laughs> when all the normies get up before the end credit. Scene. No, we were literally sitting and people got up and I said, I'd lean over like, mm, look at the normies. <laughs> we were both like, mm-hmm. And then like, you could tell like the guy in, that was next to us, I don't know, it must have been his girlfriend, I don't know if they were on the first step, but he just like kept leaning and was explaining to her. And I feel like she went to get up and he just kind of uh-uh, looked at her like, like, girl, what is you doing? Nah, B, sit, sit down. down. Yeah, you go see Marvel movies with other Marvel fans. That is a smart way to go because mm-hmm. I don't got time to explain this shit to you. No, if, many, no that's the thing. If you don't know, fucking don't ask me. You I don't go. have time to do is with you but i do want to bring up a couple of my favorite things about the movie one the music okay the music and cultural influence mm. in it just just gave me chills like mm. literally uh-huh. up and down my body it okay because it was so if you really think about it, it was so totally different than what the first one was like the first one was really so much like of course it was black music but it was just yeah like, it was more it was I fo- the like focus was, more, was mainly was on, on wakanda so exactly. it was more of an african type of vibe versus was this one that was so many multiple multiple cultures all yeah. at one time that shit was fire the I watched I was on TikTok earlier today and one of the um the musical composers from the movie was speaking about how they came mm-hmm. up with the the sound for the the Mayan um sound because there aren't a lot of Mayans left in the world or people mm-hmm. who even speak the language and how you know how he really wanted to hone in on that and for that to be something special or whatever and he's like you know i tried i created some some beats and things like that or whatever but things weren't necessarily sticking he's like i got on social media anything i could find found a small town with a few mayans and found a mayan rapper <laughs> what are the oh, freaking wow. odds of that like, what the hell is a he's mayan like i found two rapper. mayan rappers yes. and we built a studio like not far from where they lived in that small town and recorded these tracks for the movie like oh that's awesome and i'm like that's just so phenomenal for so mm-hmm. many different reasons like not only yeah. did you just give these two people an opportunity you also shed light on the fact like i said there aren't a lot of mayans in the world that's mm-hmm. a whole other like you just put so much perspective on that with just doing that one thing just by you by a song placement another one of my favorite things though was the fact that like one it was black and brown people, okay. All the up focus and was black and brown people, and it was the fact that like I w- I was more so excited about the fact like bitch, oh it's two two powerful countries with the majority if not all black and brown people are the most powerful and most feared. Bitch, it makes sense. Yeah, cause y'all should be scared. But also the fact that the outside world always pins us against each other. Yes. And then we have to decide whether or not we're going to work together against Mm -hmm. them or fight the other one off in order to stay afloat. And then... Girl! A message. (laughs) It was was so good. And then the fact that, like, they all... I feel like they kind of also played into, like, the lost city of Atlantis. Yeah. And and all of the things. And I was just like, bitch, this is good. (laughs) Like, it just was good... And then it was just, I, I really, one thing in the movie that I, we were talking about this earlier, um, I felt like the alliance was giving more so like a marriage proposal. Like, I thought it was going to give like very, I had no they romance. come here 
Yeah, him Listen. and uh, Sherry looked like they was about to oh, get... Right. I thought that's where the line was going to come in. Like, when he was showing her the city and things of that nature, yeah. I thought that's Up where it was Up until he talked about killing everybody. Oh, we were, I was talking about a whole nother alliance. Her okay. and Mbaku, whatever his name is. Okay, okay. They're going to go together. You see that? Yeah, line? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it doesn't give me that. It just gives me it very. I don't know. I feel like it just it gives, gives me, me very like big protective brother. vibe, mm-hmm. but I don't see the. It's giving me like your brother asks me and I'm doing right. Uh-huh. I mean, but then also in the in the oh. comic, Sherry is supposedly lesbian. But yeah, she's supposed to. She, she's supposed to be lesbian. I and I said on the bot girl night. were uh, Riri. Her, her, yeah, yeah, that was giving. I I thought so too. I guess it's maybe because I was getting um, vibes from him through the screen because he wanted me real bad. Okay. So I thought <laughs> was something else, you know. But no, I, I also thought that too. Um, but I feel like I said it to you wrong earlier. It wasn't. Um, I feel like in a comic, I need to really figure it out. I feel like in a comic, was it that Okoye was supposed to be the lesbian and they switched it up? Or if it was Okoye and... Well, in the movie, it's Ayo. It's Ayo. And then, then, um, what's her name? Michael, Michaela, 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 and her character. They are, they are the, but in a comic, I think it's actually, uh, what's the name? It's actually... I just said her name. I don't know. We could check it out. Yeah, we, we could check to, it we out. We wanted to spend a bit on that, but we that shit was cool. Mm-hmm. I cried. That ending, both endings had. Like, I cried at least a few times in there. Okay, okay, I cried at the beginning. Okay, I, I, I cried when Queen Mother then went because I didn't no, cry when she in the was beginning, upset. yeah, because no, what I respectfully. I know, I know, I know we don't really care about the awards and things anymore, blah, 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 fucking blah. But we got to acknowledge the fact that Angela Bassett mm-hmm. deserves. Oh! Deserves. Queen Mother. Oh, queen Mother, exactly. She deserves Listen, she all won. the accolades. Wait a minute, before even that, can we talk about the body? The arms is there. The, she the, was cut the fuck up. You, the I way was, she walked in that courtroom. I sat back in my seat, I reclined my seat, then I sat up in the seat, I had my chin and my elbows. Listen, uh, 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 I mean my my she my chin and my hands. So I was just power. like this body, this bone structure, the skin. Cause stop playing with her. Everything she had on, mm-hmm. the, the never head been. garments that look like they um, printed them in that print machine. Okay. It is. Um, it was yeah. it's 3D printed. 3D. They are three D printed. They are awesome. Um, yes, but that whole scene, yeah. that whole court scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch, I I have this room. I have this whole. I got this whole room by the balls. Shut up. Shut it on. Up Touch my come for my shit again. And I promise you it's gonna get worse. Because all she had to do was stick twinkle toes on them. Okay. I also would just like it. to say that I that I was right, okay? Because I knew that Sherry was gonna be the new Black Panther, so I just wanna give myself kudos as I guessed correctly. Um but and you thought it was gonna be anybody else? I mean, people had a lot of different theories on who they thought it was going to be. Some people thought it was going to be Queen Mother. Some people thought it was going to be. In- I would have. Lo- I feel like some people thought reason, a lot of different things. The only reason why I, I some people felt thought like they was going to bring been, back Killmonger. They had lots of different theories. Only reason why I felt like it wouldn't have been Queen Mother was because of the what if. I feel like that was too easy. But then that's a that's a, a lot of if. reason why a lot of people didn't think it was going to be Shuri because that's yeah. technically too easy because that's the exact way it is in the comics. Like yeah. she becomes the new Black Panther, but you know you can fight for the right to be Black Panther. Thus, mm-hmm. it could have went a bunch of other ways because technically, yeah, exactly. 
Because now, even now, so it's like, yes, we have Shuri. She's our new Black Panther, but she's not. She's not the, the, she's not the, the queen, queen so to speak. Like, she left M'Baku, basically, to fight on her behalf. Like, and I assume maybe they'll tackle that in the next film, whether, mm-hmm. like, who he fights. Because now the bloodline of who the who is the, you know, in charge is no longer... The Black Panther. The Black Panther. So that's going to be a whole interesting dynamic in that, itself. But if, if it's going to come. Yeah, no, I am. I think because you know what they're doing. They're trying to break into the the young Avengers. So we're yeah. introducing all the, you know, the younger characters or whatever. But baby, because I was stressing the movie now. I was like, I know y'all trying to give me all the young characters and stuff. But if y'all kill Shuri, I'm going to fight somebody in this theater. Because they had killed Queen Mother. And then they yeah. had to fight. She was having a fight with you, my man. Okay, she was having a Cuckoo time. Con. When it is. <laughs> and... Speaking of... Wait a minute. I thought they was going to take my man with Baku. I was going to... Listen, I was like, if anybody else in this movie dies... But the thing about it is, like, that entire... That whole, like, scene, so many different things going on at one time. I said, somebody has to die. And I honestly didn't think it was going to be Queen Mother. But I saw it when she was struggling to get up out that water. I saw that. Bro, you know my my girl Angela Bassett, um, her, her time underwater went up to, like, seven minutes. Yeah, I was watching one of the um the other Seven general minutes. of the Mayans. Yes. Hers went from 30, like a minute to six minutes. The yeah. guy was like, I trained for this. Baby, the man <laughs> that plays um, Cuckoo Khan, mm-hmm. like, do you know he could not swim prior to this? That's a fine man. He was like, he met with them. You know, they had to all do like swim tests, health yeah. tests, the whole, like whole whatever. He was like, he was talking to the guy and he was like, um, yeah, do you know how to swim? And he was like, I never drowned before. Hello? <laughs> like... That'd Sir. be my answer. I ain't never drowned before. What? So I he did. had to like learn how to swim. I was like, that is amazing. That's on my, that's on my bucket list. You like, all these black and brown people learn. in water? I guarantee you, probably majority of them didn't know how to swim. You know, black people don't know how to swim. That's crazy. A lot There's of a lot of black people that know how to swim. That's a misconception. There's a lot of black people that do know how to swim. That is a misconception. I don't think that's no longer you know our norm. I feel like niggas been learning over time. You know how to swim? How many I niggas you never drown? Maybe I ain't never drowned it. Okay, wait a minute. I just want to make it clear. Treading water does not fucking count. That's when treading water and doggy paddling does not count. I feel attacked. I exactly. That's why I had to. No, I feel attacked. No, I can tread water. I, I can. I can doggy paddle. No, baby, that ain't swimming. You are. You are attacked. You. Are it's not the same. I am not. I'm just saying. Um, okay. I, I want to say my other favorite thing about the, the movie obviously had to be the introduction of, um, what the frick are they called? It's something angels. Oh, um, can't think of it, but I know what right? you're talking about. But uh, can we talk about the costume? The co- that's what I'm, that's what I'm referring to. The, that, um... Oh my gosh! Why can't I get it? Them little special, ne- uh, oh, the special, um, the Midnight Angels. Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's what I was trying to get. The introduction of the Midnight Angels in the comics. They weren't created by Shuri though. They were created by T'Challa in the comics. That's the only different thing that they changed. Essentially, they were created by T'Challa after Doctor Doom stole um, vibranium, and thus he created them to help fight them now their whole p- purpose is to essentially protect the black panther so it still goes with the thing it just mm-hmm. that in this you know instance shuri created the whole situation and you see the whole time lupita not lupita um 
Of course. Yeah, I was ready to call her Michonne, girl. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know, okay? okay? But yeah, she hated the costume, like the whole movie. Like, no, I don't like it. It's ugly, whatever. And then circumstances presented, and she had to put that thing on. And then her and my girl, uh, Michaela's character, they become, you know, the, the, the midnight angels that we know. In the comics, there are at least like three to four other people that are also a part of it or whatever we'll see how far that goes you know mm. but i was excited to see the element like look at my girls they fly they're like power rangers i heard that uh, it did give me i didn't i didn't like the head garment situation no, I didn't. okay so it was it's a but collective. that is how it looks in the comics they yeah. were I very like true to real pulled, bugs life kind yeah, of yeah like it was kind of buggy it was, it was once they pulled the mask back and the fact of like the head and then the the hair piece it just was weird yeah. i was like it was giving me the um the blue thing from uh the sixth sense mm-hmm. the opera singer <laughs> yeah exactly that is giving me very much that and i was just like but i'm here for the powers i'm here for the other things okay and i'm glad although my girl got stripped of her title of general She's still that bitch. Yeah, that's also still the same as it was in in the comics. She so also was got still, yeah. And then the Midnight Angels became like another, you know, China, a kind of separate entity to to the Dora Milaje. But they are still technically a part of it. They just mm-hmm. they do a lot more, you know, on the field work. Like they leave with that God. scene though too when they <laughs> strip her. That shit was good. Emotional. That shit was good. Emotional. Like, mama ran it down. Yeah, she like, like I gave I not, so much. Like, I like, give, I've given it off. Okay, I don't get what you gave. She's like, have, <laughs> I, have I not get... Listen. Speak, no, and she spoke about how, like, you know, how she's essentially like, you stood next to fucking Killmonger, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that. let's not forget. Now yeah. you done lost my child that I told you not to fucking take. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a fuck what you saying that you gave the fuck up, bitch. Because you, you damn sure two seconds ago... Was standing on the wrong side of history. Don't get me wrong. She when they had when they was all like fighting, they had that yeah. big brawl in the first movie or whatever, and she had to like you know since he was about to fight her husband, like <laughs> um you know what I'm saying Daniel Kaluuya's uh, character because yeah. like what you she doing? Like for Wakanda, she was oh, it will. And it's so it's I watched a deleted scene earlier of a conversation with the two of them mm-hmm. where he's basically like. Where he actually... It's a conversation where he actually expresses the why of why he kind of took Killmonger's side, so to speak. Because he's like, my... You know, the guy, Claw, he's like, he killed my parents. You know what I'm saying? T'Challa's father promised to bring home the person who did it. So did you, and you did nothing. It's giving me weak. Mm -hmm. This nigga, he's technically one of ours, and he did something that you can't do. So I don't give a fuck how he did it. But he brought me justice. Therefore, I'm rocking with the nigga that's making exactly. moves. Because you giving me I, mean, I felt that off the rip, though. I I felt that off the rip. Like, once you got the backstory of, like, him actually stealing, like, the, the setting off the thing at the Border Tribe. And yeah. a lot of people, like, I felt that. I automatically knew that was the reasoning why. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Y'all never, y'all didn't do what I asked you to do. Like, granted, okay, he, I, I the thing was to bring him here. Yeah. But the nigga dead now, so it don't matter. Right. He here. Just and it's like, I get what he was saying, even though the situation was like, bro, we was trying to get him. Right. Funny enough, you really just got swindled because the nigga that brought you to the body yeah. was with him. Like, they were a team. Mm-hmm. He turned on him just to get your trust, essentially. Like, yeah. so it really wasn't like he did it to bring you justice, but I guess you don't really care as long as the person is right. 
Yeah. You wanted them dead or whatever. It's picking the less of the, I guess, the quote-unquote lesser of the evil. All right. But now you really, like, you really about to fight your bitch <laughs> over this? Like, you about yeah. to fight me? Fight? No, she really jumped in, like, fight me. Dude. Okay, that motherfucking rhino. Listen. Rhino knew what was up. Okay. Fight me. Period. What you talking about? <laughs> you talking okay. about? Yeah, yeah, what? You, you fight me? with him? You would kill me, my love? But I'd nurture him. Oh, Wakanda? And would. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's still my favorite line. Yes, so I would. I will kill you. Period. This ain't no game. But then an ending with the... If you hear it, if you already hear then you know... Because we told y'all to go. But with the young T'Challa... <sighs> Candace, when I tell you, I was like, oh! I, I was crying out here and she come pat me. Get my off mom, me. Don't pat said me. you can keep a secret. Oh! What was his... What was his... Uh, his Haitian name. I don't remember. I can't child. think. Like, that's like a He was. Uh, it's my Haitian name. He was the child. But my Wakanda name. She's like, oh yeah. That's my Wakanda name is I am Prince T'Challa. Oh, son of King T'Challa. Oh, it took me out. I mean, like full fledged. By that time, the lights came on. We both trying to get out mm-hmm. so, together with the lights. <laughs> I had wiped my thug too. Okay, even the man next to was like, oh. Okay, listen. Going because it was through. already an emotional scene because you see Shuri on the beach finally getting to the point of kind of finding some peace in belief in the whole like mm-hmm. spiritual element of the of people passing and them not really being gone and all that kind of stuff because you finally see her burn the the funeral garments as um queen mother talks about earlier in the film about how that now creates like a new relationship with the person and she was very much against it at first like mm-hmm. yeah absolutely not she essentially only because she didn't believe wanted it. to go to the yeah. um ancestral plane. the ancestral plane because she didn't think it was real mm-hmm. And the irony that she was met with fucking Killmonger. <laughs> just maybe Chef's Kiss. No, 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 no. But the, it made sense. The Chef's Kiss it did, really. But it's the it's the small things the that were like. The Chef's Kiss okay. really was the costume. Was the costume. The black and the gold. That was Killmonger's suit. The black, I'm sorry, the, the black, black the and the gold the, and, the, and the purple. purple. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah. Killmonger's suit. She had the purple, suit. like from T'Challa's suit, and then she also had the gold from but Killmonger's it made sense suit. As to why she and what saw did you him, say? Though? The dots. Yes, the dots on the mask too. Yeah, and you symbolic know of his body. That shit. What she said? Like, Damn, I missed that. had vengeance on the brain. She See did. what I'm saying? She was angry. They knew what they was doing. Okay, time was taken. Also, now watching the movie, I want to say that Marvel, y'all was on bullshit when y'all said that my girl Shuri was. Um, that she was exaggerating her injuries last year. She had like a broken shoulder mm-hmm. and some other shit going on. Like her body was fucked up. No, and that that the, the, the fighting. Baby. I, I know for a fact she she fucked, she fucked herself, herself up. up. That was that fight scene. Just she's a little bitty. Those she's two. a little bitty body. Right. She little. Did you see that body in that suit? Mm-hmm. She little. Yeah. And she definitely got tossed and thrown a few times. Yeah. So don't ever underestimate um anybody more or less. If don't because okay, no if I said woman. it hurt, it hurt. If I said that she hurt, it hurt. And that's that on her that. Twinkle toes was flying. <sighs> Okay, she definitely did slice that motherfucking wing. Mm-hmm. Baby! Snatch them all off. Ah! Bro, oh, yeah, she looked his up ass she like did. a chicken. <laughs> had that shit in her hand? <laughs> I wanted to say that so bad, nigga. Damn, bitch. Clucked him like. You know how you gotta. <laughs> you know how to go clean the chicken. Boop. Thank you. He 
that. Okay, then girl, when she when she got him into the damn um the royal little flying shit, she started to fucking bake his ass. Yep. Okay, bake we, fish. I know he's technically the villain and all. I hope we get more of him though. Yeah. And more of, you know, the, the underwater city. I think it was but very think, yeah. beautiful. I hope we get to see more of it. I feel like um, I'm pretty because no, he playing the long game. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, see. Oh no, I He hate, playing chess, not checkers. He said, I, I ain't worried about you. You know, because up there they want your ass. But the thing about it is his, his perspective his perspective isn't wrong about it though. It's not, it's not his perspective isn't wrong because so, when we up. think about the history <laughs> It all really started with his people. The the downfall of his people all really started because of outsiders. Yeah. So it's just like yo, you they literally brought the monk with monkey pox, one of the pox, whatever. <laughs> not the not the, the one small of the pox. pox. Small pox. Brought the small pox to the people, and that's essentially how they came about. Like needing the yeah. the herb and having to go underwater. It's just like this shit literally happened because of an outsider. Yeah, but I always, the whole concept of, like, people being terrible to you and then, like, hating the whole world just always feels so far-fetched to me. And that's maybe because I've obviously experienced both bad and good versus someone of this manner. You've only experienced negative from the outside world. So that is overall how you see the world. I get it. But it'd be like, damn, you know, it's babies out there. (laughs) It's some people that just got here. They didn't. They didn't ask for the stuff neither. Aren't you going to get bored down They deserve this waterland when you want to go visit folks. Ain't going to be nobody up there for you to see. Fuck them. That's what he right. said. Right. He said, that's, that's, okay. that's what the energy was given. Get Fuck rid them. of them. Oh. Yeah. Because then, like, what if, you know, thinking of plot lines later, what if they're, you know what I'm saying, the whole thing back and forth comes about and then Shuri's able to come up with some type of way for them to be able to walk on land again? Mm -hmm. Like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if I could give you back the thing that you lost and allow your people to actually have a regular life or whatever the case may be, like, outside of the water? Like, and I feel like that's going to be a thing because I feel like he might be like, "Mm." They can travel back and forth. Okay, I feel like that's gonna be something that would hit his hit his heartstrings a little bit. But the the woman I can't remember her name, who's essentially his general. I mm-hmm. remember the one scene she where she basically not. was like, "You should have never, you should, yeah." Like when they you broke Shuri out, yeah, like you should never trust them. Ah, she's gonna she would be the problem in that yeah. scenario. Yeah, like she would be the one to be like, "Oh yeah, we're not even gonna tell old people about it because you already know a lot of them will probably do feel that way. They probably are very curious about the world that they can't." You know what I'm saying? Necessarily be a part of. Very, um, I was, what's, what's my girl? Very, a uh, little mermaid. <laughs> like, okay, I want to walk with the people walk. I want to see what the people see. Okay. Like, what do you call that thing? <laughs> Feet. Okay. I want to use mine. Like, I don't know. Just thought it up there. I don't know what's going to happen with, with him and his character and all that good jazz. But I'm excited to see what they do with that. Also, Riri fucking Williams. My girl embodied this character like, it was just, it was another day. Like, she really just walked into the role and played it so well. Like, it was like, she wasn't acting. It was just like, this is who she was. The Chicago, like, energy, the whole thing was beautifully done. I love that they introduced her in the same way they did, um, the same way they did Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, the, the whole, like, because, you know, in Spider-Man, they have the apartment scene where Tony goes to um spider-man's house and like basically is like recruiting him and that whole thing and i love that they did that because you know in the comics riri is essentially tony stark's protege she's obsessed with him hence her name being ironheart she goes to mit which is his alma mater the whole thing she's Look a part of this. okay i said it right hey! 
Okay, just always be a little Listen. So I love that parallel in the scenes. Like y'all, I I see where y'all was at. I appreciate that little little Thank bit that so y'all much. did there. How y'all introduced her. I think she's gonna do fucking amazing. I think a lot of the newer um people that they've introduced have been really great. America Chavez, um, Miss Marvel, especially the culture is is listen is is jumping off the page. Like even in Stan Lee's absence he did a great job of building the team that is marvel thus that they can still do these stories without him and i think that is literally fucking amazing because a lot of times you take out the the key component and then shit go to shit so thank you <laughs> marvel because y'all are just continuing to top yourselves and i don't know how y'all are doing it but y'all are doing it shout out to ryan coogler because this black panther 2 exceeded the first one i know he was nervous about it i know that he had a lot of back and forth about even wanting to do another movie after chadwick's passing he was legit like thinking about not doing films anymore like at all like he was very distraught about the whole process and the industry and everything. So thank you, Ryan. Um, Sidebar, thank you, Hemsworth. Very much. I saw something earlier, and Angela Bassett was saying that, like, on the very first day of them filming, they all got on a plane, they all went to South Carolina, and went to chat with Chad Rick's Austin, please. The very first day of fucking recording, I was like, <gasps> I love it. Listen, that that'll get that'll do it. But that's what makes the the emotion on screen translate so well because exactly. you know the parallels of his real life, and and how and they and the and the so that's what I'm like. It, the movie was so beautifully written because they they didn't really change too much about how it happens in real life. They spoke about him having an illness and not telling anybody really much mm-hmm. about it and and that whole spiel and how you know how he went and how he kind of prepared them for him leaving and things of that nature. And I'm just like, this is just. It's so like heartbreaking and heartwarming at the mm-hmm. same time to watch, like because I feel I can tell that you guys like heal through this, and it's like thank you so much for giving this to the world because you also gave us a way to heal as well because right. we loved him like he was a part of our homes like we knew him and not even just for Black Panther everything he touched was historical yes like sir James you James Brown. You played James Brown and Jackie Robinson. Like, how? How? Amazing. Literally freaking amazing work. Everything he touched, it was so intentional and so beautiful. And I just thank you for giving us what you gave us in the time manner that you did on this earth. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm. Sorry, I had to take a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I had to to just take, take take a little you know, a moment because to be, it's because some people, they have crafts and they have things that they like to do, but they aren't necessarily intentional with the things that they do. We're just like, oh, this is just something that I mm-hmm. know how to do or whatever. And so I want to ask you, because I know you know how to do a lot of things. You're a caregiver, you know, for, for what you say, how many years? Ooh. A long, <laughs> a long periodically time. Okay, but you also have other traits. Like I know you are a beautiful singer. We hear your voice from time to time. Is that something that you really want to hone in on as a thing? Is that more of a hobby for you? Do you feel like, oh, this is just something I like to do, or would you really want to pursue it? Like, I would definitely love to pursue it. Um, and I and I absolutely need to be singing more. 
<laughs> okay, because I'm finna book you. <laughs> yes. We booking you. I, I need to be saying more. Uh, it's definitely a gift that I should be using more often. And I have been a pussyfooting a little mm-hmm. bit, if you will. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So I have a question. Why do you feel like you were pussyfooting? <laughs> Why are you pussyfooting? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, y'all asking me to be vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Facts. Oh, fear. Okay. Yeah. What is the fear? What are you, are you afraid of failing or are you afraid of succeeding? Both. Okay. Both. I feel that. Because like I've said before, I've never really been afraid of failing, but more I've been afraid of succeeding because there's expectation come with success. If I, if I'm, you know, if I don't necessarily try, then y'all don't really give a fuck. But if I succeed... Y'all are now expecting me to succeed <laughs> on a regular basis. And I don't know if I can hold up this expectation now that y'all have put on me. And that's been the thing that sometimes hinders me from doing mm-hmm. certain things. Because I get so... Because I care a lot about the people who I know care about me. Like, you know, there are people in your life who are like... They know your greatness beyond maybe mm-hmm. what you see or do with it. So, it's like those people, I respect that so much. It's like, I don't want to let you down. So then I get scary. Like, and damn. that is the part that lets them down. They just want you to try. Okay, baby, I just want that's you it. to try. That's <laughs> it. That's all I ask for. But that's, you know, that's how yeah. you be in your own head. Yeah. It's like, I know this. Yeah. But my brain. It's fear. That's all it is. Well, you say know, other I, stuff sometimes. I would love for you to let this fear go. Because um, you sings down. Okay, well, Jill Scott is one of my all-time favorites. And every time. <laughs> I don't care. She's like, what the, the same, Jill? I'm going I'm to say Jill every time. <laughs> Jill. Jill. Yeah. What is what is what does singing do for you? Like, what does that? Because some people do things for other people. Some people do them for themselves. That is is singing something that is fulfilling for you, or do you feel like it's like singing for me is equivalent? I get the same feelings when I sing as I do when I give back. So Mm. those two are the like I'm a giver naturally. Mm naturally who I am. And so I, I experience the same feelings when I'm giving and when I'm singing. It is the two spaces where I feel the freest. Okay, yeah. so for you, <clears throat> singing is like a free space. Yeah. Have you always felt like that? Hmm. Yeah, I've always felt like uh, it was a free space and it was always something that I enjoyed doing. And then when I got into structured environments where the demand was a little different mm-hmm. or expectation was different or I expect you to sing like this person or sing like that, then it kind of took the joy out of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. How to do it. It will. Yeah, every don't time. Don't tell me how to do it. Yeah, being compared. Don't, don't tell me how to do me. Yeah. To do my thing. Being compared or being asked to do it this way or sing it that way or like, I want you singing like this person. Well, I'm not them. And my gift was not, my gift was given to me, tailor made for me. Um, mm-hmm. It is not supposed to sound like someone else's. It's supposed to sound the way that it sounds when it comes out of my mouth. Exactly. Um, and if you compare me, then that's not my business. That's who you think. Exactly. Because if you're comparing me, then that means your brain cannot compute of what's here. Mm-hmm. And that's, if you ever really think about it, that's all comparison is. We have to compare something to something else to understand it. Mm-hmm. Literally. I hate it. Sometimes I really hate that. I catch myself doing that. I'm like, nope. 
Why would I do that? Sometimes I... Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. I just got a flashback of earlier <laughs> this week. I was at work. And I got into an argument, which really wasn't an argument because it was like, baby, I agree with you. But she just wasn't wasn't here what I was saying. We were having a conversation about Cardi B and her career, essentially, or whatever, and like her relationship with Offset. And basically, she was like, you know, she could have did all of this without Offset. Uh, her career, you know, was great without him. He didn't do nothing for her. I'm like, all right, now you got a lot of dip on your chip. Granted, we're not going to sit here and say, obviously, Cardi B's rise to fame was completely her own, okay? Social media, the whole thing, she was coined for her personality, who mm-hmm. she was. People loved who she was first, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which made her fan base a lot more solid than, you know, some of her other counterparts. Once she got into the music, obviously, in any industry, anything that you go into, you don't know people, you need connections, You need connections. You make connections. Her husband is a connection. He's somebody that's already in the industry. Thus, you know some people that I don't know. And as my husband Mm -hmm. or my partner who I'm with, you are going to help me grow. Thus, I am with you. Even if it's like, oh, me and you don't do music together, but you might might know a producer who's like, oh, I need a female on this track. You're going to say my wife. You see what I'm saying? It's little things like that. And I was like putting point to that. And she's like, no, but he didn't make her career. I'm like, baby, I didn't say that. Like she kept like, it's no either or love. He's her husband. So to say he didn't do anything for her career sounds crazy. (laughs) Like that's like kind of asinine to me because they're in the same industry. So you mean to tell me he just sitting over there. He ain't said nothing about a lyric, a beat. (laughs) <laughs> like ain't watched the kids while she was nothing ain't did nothing just there. he just there baby what sense are you making but i had to remove myself and not go back and forth because i was like this also has to do with your dynamic and how you I see stuff out already. that's why i was like you really yeah. trying to go back and forth with me like i was like i'm not that's okay that what i said cool <laughs> i was just like all right okay because your perspective isn't even allowing you to see the duality here and this is. It's not. This is yet. pointless. I'm. Just, I'm just gonna go about my way. I looked at my coworker. I was like, "Why did you even bring me into this? Co- I got mad at her. So why you bring me in this conversation? Because that was just stupid. And I felt myself get hot because I was getting so irritated. Like, girl, why you keep trying to? Let me just let me go because you just made me hot and that was unnecessary. It's we at work. Me. I don't even care. And this what I was like. I really don't even give a damn. Okay, because listen, <laughs> you make I mind, me... mind the tax bracket that don't pay me. Say I'm gonna just walk away because how did what learn to disengage? Okay, like cool. Okay, that's say. your jam. That's where you at. Bet. Okay, that's your butter. <laughs> okay. Do you think I'm gonna go ahead and let you rock with that respectfully? Yeah. Respectfully, not my business. Okay, but speaking about celebrities that I do um, care about, Rihanna, Rihanna, Robin, 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 baby. Okay, we was on a we was on a mission last night. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, we seen Black Panther. We came home to some more culture and got into um, the Fenty Volume Four fashion show. Literally amazing. Okay, yelling at the TV as per usual. Be- <sighs> as we as one does because <laughs> I missed that when I didn't get a chance. The oh, yeah. uh, just everything, the music, the culture, the the actual like inclusivity. Like yeah. all these brands, all these companies, they always talk about being inclusive and all of that shit. Baby Rihanna is probably one of the only people I've ever seen do it right. 
It's it's the it's body done types. right. It's it's the the quote unquote disability, and it's not it's gimmicky. The, it's it's not. also not gimmicky. Like this this is real. This is raw. You really are about this shit, and I oh I wholeheartedly respect this. You got you got a woman with one arm, somebody in a wheelchair. You got people with all different body types. You know what I'm saying? Everything is jiggling and moving, and everybody is. Fucking oh, it up. fucking it the, the one up. scene, I don't know. I think this might have been the last scene, like the close to, closer to the end. The backup dancers, they were fucking it up and they had braids in their head, but all the braids were connected. were connected. They were like in a line. Oh. And it was they were just dancing a in a line. continuous movement. They did not stop moving. <laughs> and didn't. And it was at least like a, it was at least like a five minute shot. Like they were Yes. It was like and they were moving, a dance walk. They were forward. dancing. They were moving the entire fucking time. And I don't mean like just the one, two, three, seven, no. one, two, three, if four, five, ever, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. If you've ever seen any of the Fenty fashion shows, they are incredibly choreographed. This is mm-hmm. these are not this is not Victoria's Secret runway. This is mm-hmm. not a runway style fashion show at all. I want to say it's I think giving only very the much first visual. It's giving. I think only the first two shows actually had actual live walk. audiences where there was kind of like a you know catwalk type of setup. They weren't set up in a traditional way, but there was actually like an audience there versus the last two which were both digital um the creativity is just like mm-hmm. out of the world i don't know who created these chore this uh choreographed this the different um scene changes baby the the scene with the uh janet jackson yes the uh what song is that uh, would you mind th- would you mind and i love one of my uh, one of my favorite <laughs> things no really one of my favorite things is I love to see, we all dance on the, the top beat. The first beat that you hear is what you dance off of. And all of the dancers were dancing off of the bottom beat. And that's not an easy thing to do. And they were hitting, there's so many, like the, that the first, whatever the first, that, that uh-huh. they were dancing to that. I'm like, oh, oh, that's throughout the entire song. Yeah. And it's just the hitting the points. So it's like, it was one point I was like, oh, let me rewind that. See, I got to go home and watch. Yeah, no, but it, not, was, yeah. it was literally like phenomenal. And they were like, what, in the, in the woods? Like the whole it was, was like, kind of like a, in the woods? Yeah, it was very like woodsy type. kind of like thing. Kind of like asteroid collective type of vibe. Like you you see like the like fake UFOs. asteroids and shit like in the background. The different weird lighting. The music, you know, got chaotic from time to time. Then it slowed down, baby. Jo- you got Johnny Depp wa- walking Listen. in the fashion show. Man, okay? I love so like him. Marlboro Lights in Fahrenheit. What? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Johnny Depp looked like he smelled like Paul Bell and Fahrenheit. Dio Fahrenheit. The special guests were amazing. Okay. And that little smelly, smelly, smell. Shout out to Johnny Depp. Shout out to Marseille Martin. Shout out to Shirley yes, Ralph. To Raji P. Henson. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, Damson Idris. Oh, oh. you'll find self. Mbaku. Oh, baby. They had no Mbaku. They had Mbaku. Mmm. Are you done, no? <laughs> no. No, not at all. Not, not at all. 
Okay, listen, y'all know I like the big body bend. Listen, though. Look here. Sheesh. Phenomenal. And she came out to her man song. I ain't mad at her, girl. You at better all. you 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 better rep your man. And okay, the new, the body, the the new body, body, body is was, bodying. Okay, it's giving pre-baby. The boobies baby, are sitting. And then baby it's giving. Because mom is milking. She looks amazing. I appreciate you, girl. Keep doing what the hell you're doing. Um, I hope when I go and look, the D sets is there. I went on a whole rant last night. <laughs> okay, I, I get the set. An I want a set. Your rant last night, and I just know I didn't look. I didn't turn to look at you. I just know you was looking at the side of my head, like what the fuck is wrong with him? I went on a rant because y'all, I swear, when Fenty first came out, they had this bomb ass like eggplant like robe, and everything had sets but it was like the cute like the really cute stuff that needed to have the bottoms never had the bottoms mm-hmm. so it's just like what the fuck i just want a whole rant i was like it better be on here shout out to you rihanna because i went to the website i put it in my cart okay bet i'm paying <laughs> too mm-hmm. we appreciate the follow through talking about bitch better have my money rihanna i got your money girl okay because you know when they, you know these celebrities they be having they they be having their clothing lines all that shit but then they be having personal exclusive shit mm-hmm. and be all showing us in the audience and then that shit don't be actually on sale. Child, I was about to say something but I ain't, I'm not trying for the girls it's not finna come to me. <laughs> I ain't know what she's gonna say. The girls is not finna come I know what she's gonna me. say but no, nah, she know. She okay. She know what she be she doing. Know, mm-hmm. We'll say that. We'll say that for another time <laughs> at a later date. <laughs> That's what it's very much giving. But thank you, girl. Thank you, uh, Riri Girl. Shout out to her. We love you down. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So it's November, right? You know, people will be saying, like, no, no shave November, no nut November, no whatever November. Are we saying no to anything this November? People asking for money. <laughs> okay. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> Candace, what about oh you? Am I saying no to anything this November? No to doubt. That's what you're saying no to. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good one. That's good. <laughs> See? But mine was just, I was just going to say I was saying no to me. Hmm. All things me. I'm in a space now where I'm rewiring my system or my hard drive, if you will. And so that means uh, all of the agreements and things that I've made with myself, I am fine tuning them. Because I don't mm. agree. I don't agree with this shit. I did at one point. Mm-hmm. You know? Through uh, my own fault. And then what other people said I should be. Or whatever the case may be. And now I don't agree. Okay, listen. Because you ain't got to stay there. And you got to go. Okay, if I don't subscribe to who I was at one point in time. And guess what? I can change yeah. that at any point in time. Okay. And you want to know why you can? Because that's your business. It's your mm-hmm. business. And that's what I said earlier. <laughs> at any point, you can do what? Change your own mind. <laughs> Gotta keep the tricks guessing. Yeah, you can change your own mind. And drop so. it off. I need to stop quoting hoes. Because what the fuck? <laughs> I do. I be quoting hoes. Go get the belt. I quote Ronnie every year now. <laughs> okay? I, 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 Zola from... Um, which one is it? You've heard that. Hustle one. and Flow. I be quoting the hoes. But I, I'm also saying no to niggas. Okay. I feel like you've kind of been on this wave for... All year. Or trying to get to... The <laughs> nah. Not all year. year. No. We, you're right. You're right. You're right. right now. But I guess... <laughs> every, I swear, this would be like the, the first six months of the year. It'd be somebody. The last six months. As soon as it get to June. As soon as Gemini season yeah. kick up. <laughs> all right. That's fine with me. I'm outside with my friends. Okay. I've got a lot of Geminis that we be doing things. That's fine. But I mean... When, mm, I'm saying no to my picker. That's what I'm saying no to. My picker is broke. You know? 
It gotta be. I know I'm trying to figure out if I got the, the, the warranty on this bitch. Mine is broke. I need a whole new one. I already did. <laughs> I think my warranty didn't expire. <laughs> the picking them is, is off. Oh well, pick me is off. That's why I'm not. Well, I'm going to take your original answer and say the to the no to the doubt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just be and do and believe and hope. <laughs> it's getting very much like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the things I need to do in the manner I need to do them. All the outside shit that I can't control, that's not none of my business. Yeah. I'm so glad that I feel like I can be that, like that I am there now. Like sometimes I just be like, I find myself in the car and I'll be like, what you about to complain about? I'm like, grateful. Like, cause it's okay. like, I be wanting to stress about stuff and it's just like, what the fuck? What am I going to stress about it for? What is literally, what is this me bringing myself down? What is it going to bring me? If I'm stressing about money and no bill, if me complaining stress. and crying, am I going to stress? What does it bring me? The money going to pay after I finish crying? <laughs> Fuck no. More stress. Well, if it did, I cry a lot more. Hello. <laughs> okay, I mean, is this crying, crying? I think I'm also, I think I'm also saying no to shame. Like I said earlier, if well, so I would say that essentially, you know, so I had somebody come to me and ask me to do something that I didn't necessarily want to do. And the old me would have felt bad about saying no to this person yeah. in the manner or whatever. So it's like I'm letting go the the shame of yeah. saying no because sometimes we feel bad about saying no to people or to things in general. And yeah, yeah no, I I don't want to feel bad about how I feel. How I feel is yeah. how I feel, and I deserve to feel that way, regardless if it makes sense to other people or if it even makes sense to me. I have to be like, but this is how you feel, bitch. So let's figure out why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, it might feel misplaced or in the moment you like, but this don't make sense. Like, I don't, I'm feeling like. No, but I feel like. Uneasy. I, Let I me like figure it out. That more than you, than you think you have been. And I just feel like, because we were talking about that the other night too. I just feel like there's nothing wrong with it. There's yeah. literally nothing wrong with saying no. And then for you to be the person, like, she will always get on me. Like, why, why did you say yes? Like, you, yeah. you said no. <laughs> Tell like she all, like, all the time, like no. you said no. <laughs> like you don't want to. Like, no. like if somebody called my phone, like, why are you answering the phone? You literally just say you didn't mm-hmm. want to talk to them. Why are you talking to them? So it's like to see that you know. You but yeah, do. you know how it goes though. Sometimes it's easier for you to tell other people what to do, and <laughs> even if you're not. But you've been doing practicing with anyway. you. <laughs> preach. I, just, I, I, I used to. I used to internalize it though. I would feel bad about the no. Like mm-hmm. I would willingly tell somebody no, but I would feel bad about it. Like, well, I would overthink and overanalyze it. Well, should you? You could have. Well, you know, like, damn. Mm-hmm. Ah, I maybe. Still feel bad about the no. Oh, fuck y'all. I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> Not bad. Not fuck about y'all, but like still rewiring. Yeah. You know, my system and hard drive, mm-hmm. but I still feel bad about the no, but. I also know that it's my right to have the no. Exactly. To take my space and to take my time. Exactly. You know, my my process is not going to look like everyone else's. So Mm -hmm. when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, I feel like you're being mean. Or I feel like that's wrong for you to take your space. Or I feel like this is not cool. Or this is not right. Well, tell me what is. I mean, that's the thing. That's your your right to feel how you feel. And then the response would be, well, I mean, I don't know because I'm not in that situation. Mm -hmm. Well, how do Mm -hmm. you know? That this is all I have to do. how do you know how the situation should be handled? Exactly. You you don't share my feelings. You don't share my emotions. You don't share my sentiments. You don't share my heart. Yeah. You you don't. So how do you know how someone should maneuver in a situation? Exactly. You don't know what ticks me off. You don't know 
how long it takes me to get there, only I do. So if I know that I'm getting to a place where I'm going to exceed or I'm at about all I can take, then I know that I need to remove myself. Exactly. It may not look right to you. Mm-hmm. You might feel like, well, you why are you leaving? Exactly. I don't understand that. Uh-huh. You don't have to. You don't have to. That's the you thing. Don't you have don't to. have to. It's not your business. I feel like that more so, though, with me. I feel like that more so when I'm outside. Like, when I'm outside and a lot of functions. Like, this weekend, I feel like I was prepared for this weekend. We did a lot of things this weekend. I was actually prepared. And then I also stayed home today. Mm-hmm. But I was prepared. Like, I've had times where I'm like, I'm ready to go. And it's giving like, well, we just got hit. This and this is also why wherever I go, I drive. <laughs> I don't so care. I drive because I understand how I feel. If I rode with you, maybe uh, the Uber's outside. Yeah. Like one time we were, we, this was a few years ago. Sometime we were, we were somewhere and I don't know what happened. I was ready to go. We wasn't, I wasn't at that party for 30 minutes. <laughs> 15, all right, I'll see y'all later. I was like, well, we, they, we good and drunk. I, I, I couldn't do it. I was ready to go and Sometimes I felt that you way. Sometimes just turn off. You Exactly. But the one thing I feel like my mom doesn't understand and my mother does not understand that. And it's like I had to tell her about that. And then like, especially when we go to Walmart and we out too many times. One, I be feeling like people be trying my mother when we be outside anyway. So, <laughs> and especially my, listen, especially about the little one, baby, I'm ready to turn the fuck up. I done already stopped myself from slapping 15 white bitches. It's time to go because the 16th might get it. <laughs> Oh Lord! I know we were out maybe last week, and I had my sister's hand because it was stuff in the car, and we were walking. I was already like kind of overwhelmed because I was tired. I didn't want to be outside, and like somebody almost hit my sister with the car. And I'm like, okay, granted, if you don't see her, you see me, bitch. <clears throat> I was like, it's time to go. She was like, why is it? Because I'm thinking about the white people, so it's time to go. All right, let's go. Yeah. Uh huh. My crew, let's roll. And that's exactly what it gave. But it's just like, I don't... And I, I'm glad that I don't... A lot of the times I don't explain, but that was just the one person I felt like needed to understand because you really couldn't understand why I didn't want to go to Walmart, why I didn't. And it was coming off as something else. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck it. Get say it with me, guys. No. Absolutely the fuck not. No. <laughs> that's, that's my Which the N-O, motherfucker, can't you spell? Sorry. But anyway, just had to be like that. I did. That's a lot of noise in there. What's in here? It's the boom bucket. That's not mine. You can pick two questions, and then you choose which two you want to. Oh, which one of the two you want to answer? Oh, put your freakum dress on. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and put your freakum dress on. Okay. Can I do both of mine? Um, (laughs) this one. Well, I do just do one. This one says, "What's your biggest sex fear?" Um, (laughs) my biggest sex fear. Um, (laughs) you know, gonna get it out (laughs) because. Um. It's just a little... Oh, my gosh. You, you want somebody else to go first? It's going... It's just given the fact that, like, one of the... Okay, I just feel like, you know, with the back door, you never really know. <laughs> Until you know. You know? No, I don't and, know. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't know. But, no, I just feel like one of my biggest fears is just, like, you know, giving... It's giving a little Picasso. It's giving... 
So wait, so your worst fear is shitting on someone or someone and shitting on you? Person, yes. Just shit being involved. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not that. That's not that difficult. That's not that bad. That's not bad of a fear, but I understand. No, yeah, because it can get really. Yeah, no, not understand because I've I part I've partaken, and that was definitely my my feeling. Like, what if you just shit? Yeah, blue blue. (laughs) (laughs) What if you just shit? Like, how do you? How do you? How do you not? Like. Oh, not how do you not? Oh, what's the procedure? Oh, you, oh, what's the procedure? You don't know the procedure when a dick's about to go in your butt? Like, how do you <laughs> not shit? Like, I mean, see, that's because... My procedure is to jump out my goddamn skin. Where is that going? You're supposed to, you're supposed to, like, flush yourself. Okay, you. baby, listen. You live a, you live a gay lifestyle, so yes, you are, you know all the things baby, to do. Baby, that does not flush. mean anything. My straight ass... What the fuck that mean? All, I'm, 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 all I'm saying is, yes, but... That's not a, that's, okay, it's one thing where you're, like, into it, so you know the things to do to prepare and all of that, versus you just, like, doing some shit on the fly. Because for me, yeah. we didn't plan to do it. It just was like, we was in the moment, it was like, you want to try? So there was no prerequisite. Like, granted, I'm glad I didn't, I didn't get that steak earlier that day and that, woo. Cause you know beef and that and stuff be heavy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that wag would have done done it all. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it would have given. Okay, listen. <laughs> so, so no, we didn't have any of that sort of like preparation about like what to eat or to not. You know, so your your bowels aren't crazy and all of yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's you a whole, saying? Honestly, that's why. Boy, Out that's, here eating nuts and berries all day. Who the fuck said the that? Day. I mean, I've eaten you a salad. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, you said nuts and berries. A salad is hungry. I don't want to have sex. I'm not going to listen. I don't want to have sex hungry. B. So I've had sex hungry more than I have sex not hungry. It did not just tell you what my fear was. But I it understand. Don't but how do you enjoy the sex if you hungry? Because I can't enjoy anything when I'm hungry. That's just me. Like, so, I mean, ooh, uh, ooh, that's uh, why. That's girl, why you <laughs> no, my crunch. stomach growling. Okay, that's how you know when you empty. <laughs> stomach that's growling. A that is a tell sign that you was empty and ain't nothing in there. Your stomach hurt and like your, your growls aren't Dude, like your a, just a hunger growl. growl. It's just like a. That's not cute. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta live on your stomach first. Oh, give me my bottom. I'm joking. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I listen. Now y'all heard the tips. I don't struggle. I, I'm regular. If you hungry, lay on and your stomach. I don't stomach. need you to be messing back there with my regular because you gonna have me messed up. Okay, I don't want to be unregular. Okay, a thumb. I mean, was you, too it, much. It, it's of gonna a go sh- back no, for who? It's gonna go back. No, no, no! I ain't talking about regular as in size. I'm talking about you messing with my goddamn bowel movements. No, you gonna you gonna be fine. You gonna have a good shit. Actually, no. The next morning, that oh, you did no, it. I did not. Oh, you were stopped sorry. up. No, I, I had a thumb, and that was it. So you think that I'm gonna take something bigger than that? 
to have me messed up? You can you, do what a you thumb do, messed babe. me up for three days. <laughs> baby, listen, let me tell you one thing. Okay. okay, you think that's going to be my trouble? There's some people out here taking a whole fist in their ass. You know, I, that world is one for me. I'm not going to hold you. I found myself down that rabbit hole okay. on, the, on the porn because I just be watching random shit. Mm-hmm. And that's some that's some stuff right there. And y'all, and I a promise whole y'all, fist. Yeah, no. But the thing about it is, y'all, it'd be so funny because it'd be like <laughs> the fist be like the fist of niggas that be like benching six something. <laughs> my be, God, that's a big ass fist. And you just, oh my God, if y'all ever been, <laughs> I'm gonna take y'all to this bar just because it's not fisting going on. But <laughs> they be to me, porn. It's, no, to me, yeah, oh no, you've been at that one, not that. Oh, one. they playing but, porn on the TVs. Okay. <laughs> it's to me when I walk in a bar, it just always just has this weird smell, and I'd be like, "Ew!" And I always say like, "It smells like industrial lube in here." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck is industrial industrial lube?" I said, "The lube niggas use for fisting." Oh my god! Because <laughs> ew. And like now that I know what it smells like, Not but that's, that's what the smell of the the bar has. That's what you into, babe. But oh, mm. this thing wide open, wide. Listen, you taking. Mm. Box of fists? No, I'm not, I'm okay. You just uh, let a nigga... Oh, anyway. Wh- what's your question, cousin? I was going to say my biggest fear is somebody dying. That's what I was about to say. You How'd you die? Rummage, On top of me. On top of me. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, because I used to fucking watch Sex Sent Me to the ER. Yeah. And shit like that. So that shit used to have me like thinking some wild shit. Like, Can I tell you something? <laughs> I actually... I can, I can second that. At one point in time, I was dating this guy, and he had epilepsy. I just knew he was going to have a seizure on top of me one day, y'all. I just knew. <laughs> not he, it's not, but I was so nervous. But you think, but it happens when they get yeah, excited. The you, heart rate heart is heart going, is, yeah. and you're moving, and you're shaking, and we, uh, uh, I don't want baby. You to die. Yeah, no, that is really, like, my biggest, like, sexual fear. Somebody, like, dying. Imagine, imagine you have not, ep- you going into a whole epileptic seat. Somebody had a fucking me? orgasm that turns into a heart attack or some shit, and they yeah. just die. Okay, that was on a thousand ways to die. It was. Times. <laughs> it that was, was my shit. I, saw, I remember. That definitely had me uh, scarred. What's your question, cousin? That wouldn't be fine. No, not at all. We don't want that. <laughs> on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't picked. You want to go? <clears throat> you go, son. Um, what's one I was going to do? I ain't, it's nothing crazy. It says, what 90s show had the best opening? That's a All right, lot is there options it. on that one? No. But I'm just going to say Eve because I've been watching Eve lately. Um, even though it just makes me mad that obviously her, her name is Shelly. Eve. And her fucking name is Shelly in the fucking show. And that just always pissed me off. Because even the fucking theme song, Evie E, y'all, you How do you that. <laughs> She's the type of chicken like the rock fly clothes and rocks hey. the let toes and will get get told. Oh. Hey. Listen, you gonna know a song. And Missy Elliott, baby, look. <laughs> you gonna know a song. Come on. Evie, uh, Evie, uh, I feel Evie like one of my favorite theme songs. Oh, Hands what? down. It's a it's a tie. It's a tie between Sister Sister the second this, one. The, well, I already say what season? When they saw yeah, when they got when to college. college. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sister, between that sister. and um, I really love the different world. I always okay, love the yes. different world. And another a crazy thing is I can't think of what song it is. It's one of Ari's songs, and I was like, this video needs to be like the opening of. I think it was outside. I was like, I already need to put me in a room. 
outside if she does a video for outside in the way of um a different world that'd be so wild I see there's so many different places you could take that yeah especially because of the beat like the breakdown exactly gives good shot change okay i was (laughs) was, it's gonna end at a probate (laughs) okay you didn't got the video outside you know their first night out get it yeah dun 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 what is an acceptable age for a whole face that is the question (laughs) (laughs) is there age i really honestly don't know I mean, well, I, I, I know I wrote that question. I wrote both of y'all questions, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I guess preferably when you're younger. I mean, okay. Get that's out the way. Get out the way. Yeah. Although I don't necessarily subscribe to the whole um, thing that we were taught back in the day. where You know, don't worry about trying to find a suitor now. Wait till you get older. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. You saying pop that pop that pussy for this nigga? <laughs> no, but at no. least start to. I guess what I took from it was to start to work on you at an early age, so mm-hmm. that you could be suitable for not just the, your mate but yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that you know we were just in a space where just have fun, yeah. kind of deal, and we should have been doing the work then. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Um, I'm not into. I don't. To be honest, I don't think there is an actual age. I feel like different people have different things and different experiences. Like, for me, I lost my virginity at 15. My whole phase, in my opinion, was between, like, 17 and 20. You know, that was just a time for me. <laughs> but I also do know people, like, I would, at one point in time, I was talking to this guy. He was, like, a, a big guy all his life. And he didn't get no... He wasn't, didn't start getting no play till he was, right. you know, till he lost the weight, which mm-hmm. was maybe, like... At this, by this, at this point, maybe like three or four years ago. Yeah. But like when I met him, he was just like finally like exploring mm-hmm. and getting into it. And I was like, when he told me that I already knew that shit wasn't going to work, I said, yeah, no, nah, baby, this ain't going to work. <laughs> right. You you still got a lot right. that you need to do. I said, yeah, no. Nah. He like, why? And I was like, even still to the day, like, we cool now. But like, he was like, nah, you right. You was right back. And yeah, nigga, I knew. Because you ain't never get that time. You didn't get that play. You didn't get that. You feel me? Yeah. But I don't think is it depends because at the same time it's like people go through different things at different points in their <clears> life. <throat> like some people don't explore their sexuality till they're twenty five, thirty. Some people religious. It it's so many different yeah. things. I don't think there's an actual time. But I do feel like especially one of those things where if it, if you're in a relationship. And for my lifestyle, particularly, not just any lifestyle, actually, like, if you find that you want to sow your oats and things like that, like, you need to be honest and upfront. Because if you've established a life, if you're later on in life and you're like 30, 35, and you you got the kid, you got the wife, you got the spouse or whatever, like, you have to be real about that. Because at the end of the day, like, it's one of those things, like you just say, like, you, you do that, you're trying to do the thing for you. But it's like, you now, you don't just have it to do for you. It's so many other components. You got to take in this spouse. You got to take in mm-hmm. what is this doing for my life and things like that. So I don't think it's age. <clears throat> I don't think it is either Either because of what you said. We have different, you know, we have different lives and different journeys. You could be somebody who, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you had to take care of your younger siblings and things like that. You had to grow up really early. Mm-hmm. So you were doing very adult things. You know, but they were outside of you. You were doing them from up for other people. So your focus wasn't really on yourself until at a later date. So, 
know what I'm saying? It might not be till 30, 35 exactly. that you really explore that thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, <clears throat> I think the difference is that you will be judged differently when mm-hmm. the ages are different. The people around you will yeah. definitely... Mm-hmm. It's more accepting to be, quote-unquote, a hoe or to be out there when you're younger. People think you're finding yourself. That is what you do when you're younger. That I feel like that's the overall census. That, like, the under 25 is, like, when you... You know what I'm saying? You're allowed by societal standards to fuck up and just do whatever. Anything after 30? Uh-uh. Yeah. That's when it's kind of looked down upon a little bit. It's like, what are you doing? Like you grown, but it's like, baby, you don't know my life. Okay. And I am grown. I and and that's more reason for you to mind your fucking business. Okay, because I am grown. <laughs> like, because I am grown, and if anything, that means I I might just know a lot more what I need and want to do with my vagina than I did five ten years ago. Okay. You was walking around here hoeing, but not having no orgasms. Ooh. You ain't enjoyed none of that. Just was doing it for the sake of doing it. I mean, but that. Wait a minute. Are we just? Are we? Just, I'm just saying for some women. No, I'm just saying for okay. some people in general. I'm because I'm pretty sure there are men that were just fucking to be fucking and busting nuts, and that was it. Yeah, I was faking nuts too. And I'm not saying I was faking nuts, but I feel like I really just uh, a few weeks ago I, I was faked a leg shake or two. Get me no, out I think, of no, I had faked a nut. I faked a nut because I was like, this is trash. I'm ready to go. It was giving very much. It was trash. I was ready to go, but. No, I think a few weeks ago, not a few weeks ago, maybe like a month or so ago, I think I just was randomly thinking. I was just saying how like, when I think back on how much sex that I've had, oh, that sounds so wrong. No, it does But like <laughs> the amount of sex I've had that like I've enjoyed, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's slim. And then I was just like, I started really thinking about like, am I like... I'm sorry to think like I'm like am I maybe not enjoying it because of the role I'm playing like is it because I'm the I'm submissive and is it mm-hmm. because I'm the less dominant or do I need to assert more dominance to necessarily feel it and I've actually had that we all had this conversation off the air but you know I'm like I've had to think of that so I've been there. <clears throat> like I, when I think about it, it's just like mm. yeah no I was just fucking to be fucking like I ain't really. But that also now means okay. that, that also thot. now why I don't lit. be fucking. I just be like, yeah. no. Because at first it was like, I'm a thought, give me lit. Who said that? And I was like, I'm not, want to knit. Right then. Okay, first I was like, <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm settled. <laughs> I don't want to do all that. No. Oh, it's too much. I personally, I, I if if I could go back and do it all over again, mm-hmm. I wish I had the full awareness of what sex really was. Yeah. Um, I do believe had I really had an understanding of what all was exchanged, then I would have moved different. Mm-hmm. But now that I understand the exchange, I'm like, mm, okay. Or that sound cute. As my, my grandmother used to always have this saying that she would say, if I don't get another piece of dick ever again in this life, I'd have had enough. If I don't ever get another piece. And listen. Okay. I'm not saying that that's how I feel, but I do feel like I've had enough to know what it all entails. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to the yeah. bottom of that. And, and, and what, what is attached to it? It's like, you know, these are 
um, soul ties that we're swapping. Yeah. And I know some people might feel like, well, if you use a condom, then you're not swapping soul ties. Girl, uh, the soul ain't... What, what you... What you think it is? You thought they got stuck in there? Well, I mean, if you don't use your whole brain, that could make you a plum fool too sometimes. Okay, baby, because ghosts because walk that, through that walls, honey. Because that's plum fool activity. You are, you are sharing those things with mm-hmm. someone and, and that's an intimate exchange. And I don't get to pick and choose... What I take from you. I don't yeah. get to say, oh, well. I'll take this. I'll take this. Lord, I'll leave well, that. When I go in the bathroom to do the refresh check, Lord, can you make sure that um, when, <laughs> we, when we lay down for the all sucky sucky and we make our whoopee that you don't give me all love. Uh, That's me. where the fuck I got that from. <laughs> when I said that at the last trim talks and I was like, I, where the well, fuck I did I get whoopee from? Me? <laughs> yes. I literally, because that was like, <laughs> was like whoopee. I was like, one, it was a kid there. And I was like, don't ask me where whoopee. That's exactly where it came from. Right. We're going to make it whoopee. I don't get to be like, Lord, look, um, can I get Hear me some whipped cream? A, B, C, and D. Leave out the F, because I don't really like that like that. And I don't like G either. It's exactly. too much. You're going to get all of it. Yeah. And you probably get some a little more what you don't want. Oh, <laughs> No, really. I definitely think that's one thing that everybody needs to be. I don't know. I, I, At the end of the day, like we always say, you know, two things can exist and be true at the same time. If you feel like that doesn't exist, that's your that's your truth. Mm-hmm. But the truth that I've walked in said that, baby, I didn't took a few things from some people and I would have wished I would have never. Yep. I, some depression, some anger issues, uh-huh. yeah. some alcoholism issues as well. Like it's not just I don't standard think people shit. Understand that it is deeper. It is much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It is equivalent to uh, swap the lights for real, <laughs> and then also doing like taking two cars. My battery is dead in my car, and you come to give me a jump start, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my battery only get is only gonna stay for what I got from you. Well, what happens is most people aren't aware that they're like little meticulous things that are to be done when you're doing a jump start. As soon as my battery starts, you are to take yours off. Mm-hmm. You unhook now. My car already started. As long as you leave those lines on, whatever is going on with my car could transfer over to yours. Mm-hmm. And we be connected for long periods of time. So we transfer and we're taking on kinds of things doing. from folks. Mm-hmm. And, and we're swapping things as well. We're giving uh, unforsaken and unforgiving parts about ourselves that, yeah. you know, people are walking around like, damn, I'm stuck with this shit from my ass. No, really, just think I'm about it. Give even, it back. Right. Even if you think about how many things, how many things do you think about when you're going, when you're having sex? Like, how many, if you're an insecure person or what if this, they did something like, what if you're insecure about your mom? Now that insecurity, it's flowing. And now it's like. Now this person had filled with your insecurity, or they have they've attached it, and now they two days later like, why the fuck I don't like my head, you, you bitch? Like, be, why I want to just chop it all off? Both of you could be thinking nothing. You all That's are beings, sad. but I'm saying just take two people who are thinking nothing when they're having sex. We're thinking nothing. You think that you're still not gonna swap things? You oh, of course swap not. No, no, no. You gonna swap it? It's like y'all are you swapping know spit. Right. You 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 are swapping matter. <laughs> Like no. okay, ions. <laughs> you know, swapping things, and you can't. You know that's why a lot of us are walking around with all these different personalities and emotions and, and and things like that. We're taking too much on. Girl. Well, that'll do it. Y'all heard what the fuck she said? Okay. Hmm, Essentially, get y'all nut and abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> Look, do Astonance. what you want for yourself. What works for you. As for me, over here. 
Clink, clink. <laughs> I, I am. I, I'm, I'm sitting clear for a lock while. It, I, you know? Lock it down, dear. Because I'm scared. You know, I'm scared. Listen. You know. But any, you know what? Points for me. Okay. But you know what, I guys? Like to put the pussy up. Okay, it's a holiday time. Go be with your family. Right. And then it's dangerous dick out here, you know? And I'm not talking about dick. I'm not talking about dick with STDs. I'm not just talking about them. That's not the most dangerous dick to me. The most dangerous dick to me is (laughs) Is the dick that know is dangerous. No, the most dangerous dick to me is the dick with no direction. You fucking anybody. Not D and D. You have no integrity. There's nothing there. Not there's no integrity, no, direction. no nothing. So hey, I'm gonna go just lay this pipe wherever, yep. and then I'm gonna mm, go ahead and get up and go about it finds my business. Me. And then you are gonna look up and be feeling like somebody almost walked away with my, my stuff. My stuff. That's you don't. That's my shit. I ain't never watched this, but that's my shit. Okay, that's a that's a fire ass. Anyway, y'all. And once they don't walk off with it, you can't be like, can't, can I get it? Okay, you can't play. That's my purse. No. You can't have the pussy back. The man ran up the block already. He okay, he's in the block. He didn't he touch your pussy. Too. You ain't even gonna know who he is. Okay, you thought it was yours. It's not. It's not. You put a trust in the nigga. Took your pussy and ran with it. How you figure? And right, he ain't even take it. You gave. We gave it to him. I can't. It, I gave it to you. You know what? Hey, y'all. We just wanted to say hey. We gonna get out of y'all way. Uh, please make sure you guys are still tapping in with us, following, liking, and subscribing, sharing to your friends. We are working on things, including our favorite cousin. Coming soon, come soon, come soon, come soon. Uh, yeah, y'all, we going to keep posting some things. Um, keep giving y'all some good guests. If y'all know somebody that knows somebody or if you want to be on, let us know. But in the meantime, in between time, guys, please make sure you are uh, drinking your water. And mine.